0: My name is Dr. Stephanie Powell and I am the Human Trafficking Chair for the Western Area of the Lynx Incorporated. I am also the National President and Director of Law Enforcement Training at the National Center on Sexual Exploitation. During this podcast, you will learn the harsh reality of a subject that is happening here in the United States. In fact, it is hiding in plain sight, in hotels, motels, nail and hair salons, agriculture, and yes, on our city streets. Human trafficking victims can be found in many places. Schools, churches, foster placement, and that's just to name a few. Sadly enough, no one is immune. Therefore, it could be happening to someone close to you. You see, traffickers don't respect boundaries. The purpose of this podcast is not to scare you, but to educate and motivate you to help combat human trafficking. The Western Area leadership of The Links Incorporated recognizes the tenants involving human trafficking. Therefore, our call to action is to encourage 70% of the Western Area chapters from Alaska to Texas to assemble victim comfort bags for their local nonprofit organizations as well as law enforcement agencies. We are also asking them to educate their communities on the public health and legislative impact of human trafficking on the African-American community through workshops, webinars, and podcasts. It is my hope that you will learn and become motivated to work within your community To combat human trafficking. Thank you. Hello,
1: welcome to the Make the Connection to End Human Trafficking podcast, a three part series sponsored by the Greater Denton County Chapter of the Links Incorporated. I'm your host, Kim Whitaker. Thank you for joining us for this conversation about human trafficking. Our goal is to create awareness and advocacy for this very common community concern that is um, often unknown and unseen. Today, I'm talking with Captain Ed Barrett with the Denton County Sheriff's Office. So thank you for joining us, Captain Barrett. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
2: A uh, Pleasure to be here. Uh, well, my name is Ed Barrett. I'm the captain of the Criminal Investigation Division at the Denton County Sheriff's Office. I uh, I was with the Louisville Police Department for almost 32 years. Uh, I worked person's crimes there and some vice. Uh, I uh, am also uh, worked on our clients my last few years on uh, the Force I was a, a task force officer with the uh, Dallas uh, Drug Enforcement Agency DEA, uh, because I was doing that for six or seven years it's hard to keep track all the years, a lot of years and uh, your your sheriff Tracy Murphy uh, he, uh, he was a Texas Ranger here in uh, Denton back in the back in the day and I was working on homicides back then that's how he knew me. And he just called me one day, and he said, "Hey, I know you got to get close to retirement. He says you need to, you need to put that job down there, retire, and come here and work So here I am, and uh, so uh, so my background is is basically uh, persons' crimes and narcotics crimes. Uh, when the right. sheriff uh, back in 2000, uh, I think he started in 2019 started putting us to the county commissioners. And finally, we got uh, budgeted and funded in 2021 uh, to create a human trafficking unit. Uh, He said that, hey, I want you to start that thing, let's get going, so here we are. That's great, and now we have a new champion for human
1: trafficking
2: here. I have a job, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So true. So true, quite a quite a career you you have uh, you've had. And and you certainly didn't um try to do all the easy things. You were definitely taking on the tough assignments. And so that's what it takes, I think, with human
2: trafficking. I think it's, um, it's a lot. Lot. Mostly it just came in my lap, you know, it was just one thing after another. Yeah. And, and uh, I most police officers, you know, police officers kind of get a bad rap nowadays, but and there are some bad apples. But the vast majority of them get into this line of work because we just we want to help our ideas We want to help people. When you're young, you have ideals. You know, I'm going to make the community better. I'm going to do all these great things. And, and, uh, and you know, you have to get the reality to it after a little bit. But that's the main reason in our heart. Works, 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 so. Well, thank
1: you. You still have those ideals. So we, we benefit for that. And we do appreciate it. You know, it seems like in recent weeks, in recent months, human trafficking is getting a lot more awareness. You're seeing many more cases around our city, not just in Denton County, but all over North Texas, all over the country and all over the world, quite frankly. So make it local for us and tell us a little bit more about the work that you're doing and what you're seeing.
2: Yeah, I think one of the reasons you're seeing a a lot more things happen is the awareness uh, because of what you're doing right here, right now. People are becoming more aware this of this underground problem that's been here for you forever. You know, there's been prostitution, and there's been men that and women that uh, traffic people uh, in that and labor. Uh, you know, also have labor trafficking, and that's been going on forever. Uh, it's just a it's modern slavery. It's just a trafficking is another word for slavery. Uh, you're forcing people to do things uh, that they wouldn't normally do. Uh, uh to survive and you have them under your control. and I think that uh recently in the well, I got so I'm an old guy right? I'm, I've been around a long time, and uh, I started law enforcement back in 1986 and uh you know there wasn't even a trafficking law on the books then uh we the trafficking law is very new. it's um, about ten years old now. Uh, wow, so, that's hard to imagine, yeah, uh, well, it wasn't even a law on the books. What they had was prostitution and pandering. You know uh, that that was it. And so I think that with the uh, uh, lately, the uh, the society and the communities come together and we're starting to realize that this uh, that we have a problem. And it doesn't matter where you are. If you're in the smallest town in Texas, if you have a uh, if you have some people there, there's a good chance that somebody's being trapped. Especially Texas is is really in trouble because. We have so many people coming across from our southern border uh, into the into the state that uh, don't speak English. They uh, are usually under somebody's control when they when they come over. they uh, being promised all kinds of things, what they end up being trafficked. You know, and it could be labor trafficking, sex trafficking, whatever. But, uh, and they're they're they. I understand they're trying to get a better life, and I'm all for that. Uh, but these guys take advantage of that. And uh, and you know they tell you you're going to get a better life and then over and, uh, you end up uh, living living in hell you know so Denton County well Denton County we really didn't have a trafficking unit uh, nobody was really working human trafficking uh, until I think uh, Denton PD uh, started a trafficking unit in 21 they have two investigators over there and then the sheriff uh, Tracy Tracy Murphy he is very um, I guess you could say emotional about this. He's you know, he doesn't he's very uh cognitive of, of human suffering and he wants to do what we can. Uh he went to the to the county commissioners back in 2020, that started in 2019, and then in 2021 we actually got budgeted to start a human trafficking unit. And so we've been active since October of 21. when well, we started hiring people, trying to get a train. But we we take uh, we team up with uh, HSI FBI and the North Texas uh, Trafficking Task Human Trafficking Task Force uh, and we work uh, operations together because these these uh, crimes are multi jurisdictional. It's very difficult to say. Have, like if you had the Louisville Police Department and they're going to work a traffic case, they can they, they can work trafficking cases. But what you find out, once you get into it, that these uh, that the, these people are being trafficked across jurisdictional lines. So, uh, law enforcement's answer to that is we uh, collaborate and get together to work these cases. So, uh, just I'm absolutely it's, it's budget week up here, so I've been you know doing like that So, in the last year, we as a group, uh, at the operations that we were involved in in 2022. Now, mind you, we, mm-hmm. we got budgeted in 21. We started in 22. Uh, we we took part in uh, six awareness events, events like this, uh, where we go out and speak in public. We uh, did four that we call demand suppression operations, and uh, we did the victim outreach. We did uh, three of those. those. we had over eighty felony arrests, uh, we had uh, fifty-six survivors contacted. Uh, that's the that's the people that are actually they're engaged in prostitution, but we were are trying to make a shift and call them. Uh, Prostitutes or suspects into their survivors because most of them have somebody pulling the strings behind them. But anyway, uh, 24 of them accept uh, uh, services from the non-government agencies that help them get out of what's called the life, and uh, they uh, they're they're doing some great great work. Uh, I think you you mentioned uh, uh, Abby as part of a refuge for women. Uh, There's a whole bunch of traffic, nine one one, unbound. Uh, we are working with them. They actually come in our operations. So when when we bring the uh, the victim in, uh, we the first thing we do is we set them down with them. Say, do you want out of this life? You know, can you? And what that entails is we get on uh, these operations. Uh, we we're doing one of two things: we're uh, either acting like we're a John to bring the the uh, victim in, or we're acting like a prostitute and trying to bring the Johns in. Johns get arrested, the victims are offered services or try to uh, get them to cooperate with our investigations. Because you know what the problem with human trafficking is? Hmm. You know, if you go out and somebody sticks a gun in your face and takes your car, what do you do? I run. Well, you, you run, but then you call the police, right? You're yes, I do call the police. You know the I do. Problem? Yeah, the problem with you, and so we have a stat. we have a report started, we do an investigation, we're on our way. Uh, the problem with human trafficking is these victims never call the police. They're, they don't, you know, somebody that's under the control of a trafficker, uh, number one, they have very little uh, chance to uh, speak with the police. Plus, the police have been the bad guys their whole life. Every time they run into police, they've been handcuffed, arrested. They've uh, been, you know, sometimes they're hooked on drugs. They they get arrested for stealing, get arrested for prostitution, they get you know for robbing all these things, and so their their, their uh, trafficker uses that. He says, "Well, those guys are just going. to, They don't care about you. They're just going to make your life you know, a, a wreck." Well, uh, so what that turns into is this is a hidden a hidden crime. So us as law enforcement, we have to go find it. We have to. We have to go. We're not. We don't have nobody calling them, saying, "Oh, we're being trafficked." We got to go find it. So we have to have these operations so that we can either bring the Johns in or bring the uh, bring the survivors in and try to uh, get enough information to go forward with a case. Uh, and some of these the, uh, the uh, survivors are, are juveniles. They come in as juveniles. They're being uh, trafficked as juveniles.
1: I think that's pretty common, isn't it? I I, I was, I think, I don't know if it was one of our other podcast guests or somewhere I've read. Uh, You know, children as young as, you know, 12, is that very common age 12, 13, 14, 15?
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's that's where it usually gets started. We have uh, children because of the state of uh, the family in our country. This is something we really need to work on is keeping our families together. And uh, you know, uh, put parenting on a pedestal like it should be, but we have families that are are in turmoil, and out of that we get kids that are running away from a problem, but they're running right into the hands into a new problem. Uh, these traffickers they uh, they scour the uh, the internet uh, looking for uh, teenagers that are uh, that are just in trouble. And, they are, and they're trying to run away from something. And what do they offer? They go, well, you're old enough to make your own decisions. And uh, your mom doesn't know what she's doing. And you you, you should go, i take care of you. I'd love you. I would do blah, blah, blah. And what's the one thing all of us humans want and need is love and affirmation. Yes, it, acceptance. Yeah. And if, you, if, you're, if you're not getting that at home uh, or you have a belief that you're not getting that at home, these guys are very good at, at finding these kids. And then they get, and then the um, they target them. They groom. Them, they, at some point, the relationship becomes sexualized. And then it's well, we got to make money. You, if you love me, you're going to do X, Y, Z. The traffickers. Uh, I don't know one. Of the, one of the probably it's it's entertaining, but one of the worst ideas uh, as far as Hollywood has given us is this movie taken. I've seen that movie. It's, I movie. have seen, yeah. With I think yeah. that's they Liam Neeson, go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, that's a great movie. I You know, I, entertaining, but it's not the way it is. Your your child is not is going to be safe walking through a Walmart. What what happens is is these guys get their hooks in them. They go in, they connive and they're gentle and they, they bring them into the uh, they take them and, and develop a relationship with them. It's not they snatch them at the bus stop and take off with them. That's not that's not how it happens. You know, so what happens is, is they, they target the girls. They uh, girls, mostly guys too. We have boys that are being trafficked. Uh, we're planning on doing some operations that's going to focus on uh, male victims.
1: I think that's a misconception that you know we always think of it prostitution and we think of women and girls. Um, but yeah, I think boys are, are, are targeted as well. And, and, you know, I think, you know, there's some of the most vulnerable, you know, teen, young teens are some of the most vulnerable in our community. Uh, You touched on it a little bit about grooming and how they develop relationships. What role do you think um, the internet and social media is playing in human
2: trafficking today? Well, it's, it's, it's a gateway. It's, uh, it, um, you know, you have back in, like I said, I'm old. So, you know, back when I was a kid and when I was even in college, I, there was no internet. Okay. that didn't exist. Well, uh, in order to become a uh, pimp, a tra- trafficker, tra- and tra- pimp is the same, same thing. Uh, you, had to, you had to find the, you still find the runaways. They think the same way, but they had to do a person face to face. Well, now the internet, I can get on the internet and I can start talking to somebody immediately. And start developing that relationship. Relationship starts grooming immediately. And just to give you an idea, you know, we also do uh, as part and parcel of human trafficking, but online what we call online solicitation operations, where we pose uh, officers will pose as uh, young uh, boys and young girls uh, on the on the internet chatting, and they a guy would or try guy or gal will try to entice them into that uh, into sexual relationship. To meet up with with the uh, intent to have sexual relations, and it's interesting we get the chatters in here. We get things set up that we have to set up an arrest an arrest area, and the chatters and chatters are going to direct the uh, the, the perpetrators to the arrest area so we can jump. Well, you know, within well, once they put a once they put a profile up, within minutes, within minutes, right here and in Dayton, you start getting start talking. They start they start. I mean, and that's in a given day, I mean, whenever we start one of those operations within 15 minutes, we got guys on the line. That's know, a very
1: off. scary proposition that that that's happening, you know, right here in our community and happens so easily. You know, I think a lot of times we think about, you know, you know, we're not in one of the, the you know, big, 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 you know, metropolitan cities in Denny County, you know, college town and, you know these things shouldn't be happening. I, so I wonder if, you know, we talked about the internet makes access. You know, it's it's just so accessible. Is there any role? You know, I, I've heard this and this is a myth, but just being, you know, on, I guess, on that thirty-five highway. You know, does is that also make it easy for criminals to to get access as well?
2: Well, we're we're both in space and. Our communities you know, are just minutes away. You know, uh, like you talked about a little bit ago, or you're 15 minutes from where you were. Well, I'm here in Denton, but I can be in Dallas in, in 20 minutes. I mean, it's not there's nothing to get. You know, so yeah, the, our, our mobility is a is a factor. Uh, the internet is a factor, uh, and our uh, our the state of our families in this country. Uh, I think that uh, men staying home and being men. Uh, 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 with, you know, all the divorce and everything else that's going on, it's the breakdown of the family. And uh, some of these problems are direct. Are, I should say the problems are always going to be there, but they are so much worse when the family is not intact. Um, yeah. It's, uh, and I don't know where it's going to end up. I really well, know.
1: I think, you know, to your point, finding a way to um, make sure kids have that love and affirmation is, is so important. I'm wondering what else you think youth could do or yeah, this I'm thinking about youth right now. And I know they know it's girls, you know, prostitution, and other things. We talked about labor trafficking is an op, it becomes an issue as well. But because these these populations are so vulnerable or they find themselves feeling desperate for something better, what do you think um you know, youth can do because I do know that it's not just those vulnerable populations. It could just be any one of our teens who get online and start talking to someone, playing video games, and they have no idea who they're talking to, and they get influenced, you know, by what they hear. What, well, what
2: can what can what can they do? Well, I, I think that it's up to us to to uh, teach them. It's up to our parent, up to the parents, to really spend time. You know, spending time with your child is love. Uh, you know, we, and I've been guilty of this too in my life, and chasing the almighty dollar and everybody's working on trying to, you know, think we, we want a better car but you know, at the expense is not just the expense of the car, it could be the expense of a family you know, everybody wants a better house and want a better car, but if we don't take the time to spend with our children and we're just now getting to where we're educating them in schools and going and talking about the internet all the dangers that it, it has in it the internet has got to be I don't know what we're going to do but it's it's got to be somehow uh regulated in some way either at, at my people at their home level or or higher because it's um uh it is it, that's what's exacerbated the situation to what it is today is just it's it's just everywhere uh it's just i don't know you know i don't want the answer to that i mean it comes
1: back to access we talked about that it's it, it's there there's so much there's so much good in having access but then there's the dark side of it that that creates so many unintended, you know, consequences of having that kind of free access. You know, let me ask you from a law enforcement standpoint. There's a couple of questions I want to ask. So one, I wonder about. You know, do you feel like, you know, the the task force is in place? You've got more resources. I know you have partners. Are you seeing it make a difference in our community?
2: I. It's just it's hard to tell. I mean it's. Uh... I don't know. Sometimes I get a little disappointed. You know? I I figured out a long time ago. I can't fix the world. All we can do is it's kind of like the drug war. You know, it's a, it's it's a war. You probably never win it, but we're fighting. You Absolutely
1: know, it's, worth fighting.
2: Yeah, I mean you just you don't lay down. At work. So uh, uh, it's hard to tell. It's hard to put impact because the. You know, like you could say, well, we've got robberies to go, you know, the amount of robberies going down, the amount of homicides going down, you got statistics sitting there right in front of you. But like I said, human traffic was underground. You don't know what you don't know. You know, you're, you're taking active, you're being active and you're enforcing and uh, going after cases and going after the bad guys. But how do you tell in the long run is there really an impact? Uh, happen you know I i just don't know you know I I could lie to you and go oh yeah we're, we're making a the difference in the world but i'm not going to say that because I'm going to say we're going to try we're going to fight it you know do what we can but, uh, is are we really making it? I think you and me talking right now whoever else here is it's making an impact uh like you said the last few years you hear a lot more about arrests and these operations are going on we never did them years ago we didn't uh, you, know, I, I, you know, back in the day, I, I worked vice and I I arrested prostitutes. I feel guilty today because my mindset back then was that's a criminal. She's doing she's doing a crime. Arrest her. Don't get the next. You know, I mean, it was uh, and, and instead of looking past and seeing mm-hmm. there's somebody else and nobody nobody uh, grows up wanting to be to doing that. I mean, they. They get tricked into it, they think it, you know, and also the other part we haven't talked about yet is uh, our movie industry, our they make it they make it look so glamorous. They make it look they make prostitution on the shows of oh, they got money and cars and doing it. They need to show the real uh, what some of the things I've seen. You know, these girls getting beat up and and uh, and, and just living, I mean, living from fix to fix because they the guys giving them dope and uh, you know, you're not going to be, you're not going to get your dope unless you're going to do what I want. I and mean, and being raped over and over and over, having to have sexual relations with somebody they don't want to, uh, so that they can survive. I wish the the uh, the art media movie industry would show it for what it is. It's evil, you know. It's evil. And you know? it's uh, it's it's a it's slightly like I said it's slavery. right? nothing worse than that. It's slavery. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, that's a reality that I think you know, we really want to bring to light. Because, you know, as as you said, it, it is the thing that is hidden, you know, we go to our stores, we do shopping, we're at the mall, we're, you know, anywhere in our community. And, you know, we go on vacation, right? We go, we go to the hotel on vacation. And, you know, all we're thinking about is getting to the beach or getting to wherever it is that we want to go to spend time with our family or our friends. And those kinds of things are happening at at hotels and at movie theaters and at the mall where, where we're going. And it's a matter of opening our eyes. So I think you know what's important about this podcast is that you've shared is being able to show people there is a reality to human trafficking um, and hopefully get them to uh, make the connection between you know, what they see and what could be a problem.
2: Yeah. So if you, yeah. if you think right just, If you think it's just a, a, a oh, this is a big city problem, whatever. Um I'm not telling you to do this, <laughs> but I'm saying if you have an interest, you just put your go Google Denton Escorts and you see what comes up on your phone or your computer. You will see many, many, many advertising, many, many applications. In those applications, many, many, many advertisements for prostitution are going on right here in Tampa. You know, uh, you also, if you notice these, uh, a lot of the massage problem, I'm not saying all the massage partners are, uh, are illicit, but uh, a lot of them, that seems to be that the, uh, they bring the Asian community, and they bring the girls over from Korea or uh, Japan, they can't, they can't even speak English. They bring them over here telling them, Life. And we uh this last year we we busted one where they uh, they had the girls living in the in the Masali park. I mean they're living in there and having the they had their little of room in there and that's where they do their work and they got you know they got a lock on the doors so they can't go in there but they bring the guys in and I mean that's their life. They can't they're afraid to talk to the police because so they think they're, like, they're gonna get deported. Uh we well, can't even talk because can't even speak the language, you know, and they're they're here illegally. So uh, they yeah, just fear. Like-
1: I'm sure that fear is a big part of yeah. of what what keeps um, some people um, trapped in the life, as you as you yeah. described it. Um, the one thing I I think you said earlier, and I, I wanted to go back to this because I was glad to hear you say that you you know you changed your perspective in your years of uh, policing, you know years being a detective, that you know you've gone from looking at you know some of the prostitutes. To, to how they are really victims in many ways. And I'm wondering if that also is a part of what, what, you know, the work that you do now is helping other law enforcement see see it a little differently because you, you do hear that sometimes runaways, you know, it doesn't seem like they're investigated um, always as victims. Um, and that perception of who a human trafficking victim is, you know, definitely is different today than what it was um, many years ago, and and I I would imagine that law enforcement plays a huge role in, um, with that transition in helping you know our community, but then most importantly, other law enforcement um, investigate and help find those victims and hopefully get them to a new life.
2: Yeah, it, it's actually um, well, I like, to, I, like to call, I like to call it a paradigm shift. It's a shift. Um... Uh, on instead of focusing on the the, the criminal part of it, it's focusing on the personal part of it, uh, and we need to somehow, uh, and I think podcasts like this and other things that we do help people see uh, the you know, uh, I, I, I can talk all day. I'm sorry if I go too long, but uh, here's here's another problem that we have. Our society still looks at looks at prostitution and uh, day labor and their second class sources. As a people, we do that. And when, when, Even if we get one of these traffickers in court, the person that's going to have to testify against it to get a trafficking case is going to be somebody the jury from our society is going to look at and that defense attorney is going to go, you're going to put this man in prison on this Persons say, and this person has been convicted of drug charges, robbery charges, theft charges, prostitution charges. And on her word, you're going to put my guy in prison. And we as a society go, oh, yeah, I can't do that.
1: Mm, Uh, No clear good and bad guys, it sounds
2: like what you're saying. Right. So uh, what you'll find is a lot of times you say, well, how many human trafficking cases uh, do you have? Hardly any. Usually we're, we file on file on these uh, uh, traffickers for other family charges because these guys are crooks. Interesting. There's so much, if you find them with a machine gun or stolen car or uh, dope, they all got dope on them, uh, that's a low-hand fruit, baby. We can get that. We don't even have to have her testify. You know? And then the hope is that we can uh, get her to cooperate so to, to the point where she gives us enough information. We can double corroborate you know, she goes well we were in this town at this hotel back in December, or whatever we were in, uh, over and so and so he has a friend in his neighborhood then you will check that guy you know all the little things you can go back on they're very manpower intensive investigations to corroborate what she was saying to make a human trafficking case on it because if you get enough corroboration she might think same. but that's another problem that we have is our society still sees prostitutes and day laborers is just second, you know. They can't believe it. They can't bring themselves to, to understand. They're just people that's that's had to. And you know, the, getting them to cooperate is tough. It can be really difficult, you know. Because uh, I say every time they've met the police, and maybe when they're starting a kid they're a runaway. What do we do? We we hook them up and take them back to the back to the home they and try to run away from. The end with, you know? You know,
1: Again, it's those vulnerabilities we talked about. It, you know, it's just it's just the most vulnerable people in our in our community. Nope. Uh, it sounds though like you 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 know the work that you're doing um, in the task force and at the sheriff's office. You you really are using the laws to the best of your ability to 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 address the issue. Or do you think there are other uh, from a I guess from a legal or a legislative perspective? You know, it's just someone in the community. Are there other laws that we should be advocating for to help to help address the issue of human trafficking?
2: Well, I I think that um, any any kind of any laws to, that are any legal uh, action against ancillary events, I guess that have to do with trafficking, uh, maybe to uh, have hotels force some hotels are doing this already, but to have. Uh, say hey in order to have a hotel you must have a uh you must have a trafficking class for your uh for your employees because they see it they don't they don't even realize who's going to have it you know? uh just so just so we get more and more people involved so and we need to get people comfo- comfortable calling the police that's what we're there for you know uh if you uh see something call us hey we might not be able to do anything but if you don't call, them, uh, and we could have done something, where does that leave you? I mean, if if you've got a, a person who has a young a, a young child or you know a teenager with them, and they're uh, they're not you're walking through your hotel and they're, they're not letting that teenager talk to anybody, they're staying with them all the time. or Maybe they got two rooms. and There's a bunch of traffic going in and out of the room. Uh, men or women coming and going from the room all the time, uh, and you think, well, that looks funny, but then you don't call. them. Um you know that's you might if you call you might be saving a runaway or saving a, a teenager and getting out of the life right then, you know. But a lot of people and uh even me as a law enforcement officer, I been, you know, I don't want to you know, I don't know if I want to call them. You, know, you, you gotta you just pull the trigger and call. It's not, <laughs> it's not Well
1: we're scared too. We you know, you, you don't want to feel silly, <laughs> you know, you you don't Right. You don't want to feel silly calling because you you saw something and you're not sure, and it's and you know what's um interesting about that is you know even for someone uh, you know, and I you know that I, I talked to you know, I'm talking to you about it. I feel like i'm I'm more and more well educated. We're trying to increase awareness, but I think there's still that uncertainty when you see something and you wonder, wow, is that you know, yeah. is that human trafficking or you know, is that just a man and his daughter and I, I you know, yeah. I, I'm just exaggerating what I think could be going on. What do you do? What What do you say to someone like that? For someone like me who says, I, I, I just don't know I, if I want to call I the police.
2: Just call. call. The worst that we're going to do is go back and ask a couple of questions. I know people don't like the police asking questions and, and you know, the, the, thing, the thing is when the officer walks up he doesn't know the situation at all. All he knows is to ask the question uh, and it, it ain't gonna hurt We're not. I mean the guy's will, and he'll have something to talk about when if, if he is if he is clean and everything's good, he'll, be to, he'll have somebody something to talk about when he goes back, oh go, hey man, please police came up. So what's the what's the harm? You know, there's no harm. But there is a harm if it's going on and you could have done something to, to help that situation and you didn't. Yeah,
1: that's that's very true. That's very true. And hopefully, you know, through the, the podcast through this podcast and just trying to increase awareness, we can help people. Maybe if, you know, if, if I'm concerned about interacting with law enforcement, you know, there are lots of other organizations. We talked about Refuge for Women and Unbound. There's lots of ways that you can still help, um, and hopefully people will, you know, become more aware of those organizations, which play a really critical role the work that you're doing, I think you talked about bringing them in as you're, you know, finding survivors to get them connected right away to get out right. of the line if they if they want to do that. So that's really important.
2: Yeah, and so, it's, it's important to, that you know that those organizations exist. So yes, if you on a personal level end up meeting somebody. they don't want anything to do with the police. They may take and say, well, I've got some, I got some friends that I help you get out of it. Uh, if you have if you have a, a friend of yours who has a daughter or a boy that's involved in your behaviors, people can call. And the police don't have to be involved. Uh and just to get them get them started out in the way, you know. And some of the warning signs, you want to look for those, some of the kids that are running away on Uh kids who are uh, missing school a lot or just or um, they pull away, withdraw from society. You see that kid, hey, it's time to put your arm around him and, try to find, just try to find out what's going on, you know, uh, it's a little bit of a hard time or maybe we're dealing with, we've got somebody else tugging at them uh, to come get involved in something they shouldn't.
1: I love that. So I've got, uh, I really appreciate this conversation. I really appreciate you joining us today. Um, I do have one final question. I think you touched on it a little bit, but I still want to ask, because I'm asking all of our podcast guests, Um, what can we do as individuals, as community, you know, organizations that care about Denton County and all of North Texas? Um, What can we do as as families? We talked a little bit about that, but what can we do? Maybe just the few, you know, few tips that can stop human trafficking, just the smallest things that we can do. What do you think?
2: I think The the first thing is uh, we talked about a lot as a family is to, uh, you and me, the only person we're responsible for is that person in the mirror when we're going the Let's take care of our families. Let's take spend time with our kids. And if you have, and the other thing is, if you have a kid that's maybe doesn't have a good family life, maybe you step in and be a mentor. Uh, get involved with these organizations that do that. Uh, get involved with organizations that are uh, what we talked about: Refuge for Women, Unbound, uh, and uh, Trafficking Number One. Uh, that's that's one thing. The other thing is, is to um, educate our kids about the, tr- the truth about the life, uh, and then also uh, help them understand that 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 phone, that computer, uh, it, it's a wonderful thing, but it's also something that's got a lot of the earth, a lot of the world in it, and the, the world is falling, and it. it as much as you can get out, the world can come right in. And if there's people out there that are looking to uh exploit that, explore all uh, your kids, they they're you're gonna be surprised. Kids are kids are them. Uh if you love them enough to talk to them about it, uh they start to understand. And that way when they have some guy telling them about you know how wonderful they are, they're to make the scene oh, that's what that's what mom and dad told me was to because these guys will do this. Uh, and uh, so educate your kids so uh, and then keep your eyes out Keep your eyes open watch what's going on around you uh you see something say something uh, and uh, will we ever get rid of it you know it's like I say it's a central fallen world and I don't think you'll ever get rid of it but it's a world worth fighting and maybe we can we can at least you know, drive it towards it's not so prevalent as it was in our society today. You know?
1: Well, I, I really do feel like having someone like you, knowing that you're on the front lines and that we do have a task force at Den County, that we've got incredible resources that come together, you know, that you're working across jurisdictions so that, you know, if it's happening next door to us, you know, if it's happening down the highway from us, that, you know, everyone is working together. And, and it sounds like, you know, that hopefully helps keep us ahead of the game at times. Um, And hopefully the awareness is what really makes a difference. So I do appreciate everything that you've shared today. Thank you for joining us. And so I'll just uh, end with our podcast with saying thanks again. You're listening to the Make the Connection to End Human Trafficking podcast, a three-part series sponsored by the Greater Denton County Chapter of the Links Incorporated. And you can look for our other two podcast segments um, that'll be coming up soon. Thank you.
0: Thank you. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, please call 911. I know you have ingested everything you heard today. And for some, this topic may remind you of someone you may know. If you or someone you know needs help, call the National Human Trafficking Hotline. It's a toll-free call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The number is one. 1- 373-7888 to speak to a specially trained anti-trafficking hotline advocate. You may also email them at help at humantraffickinghotline.org. The one thing I want you to remember is the basic definition of human trafficking and what it does. It pertains to someone who is forced to have sex for money or something of value against his or her will. They also could be under the age of 18, engaging in commercial sex, and is being forced to work and perform services against her or his will. So please don't hesitate. If you see something, say something.